0: As a person and I will never turn my back on Ska.
1: Reach out, Reach out take it. Reach out,
2: And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy All About Myself Shepherd, and this is
0: <laughs> uh Mitchell Manley Fist to the Sky. <laughs>
2: I think you've used that one before. Have I? I think so. Well, I'm using it again. That's your anthem way of doing things. It is,
0: yeah. You gotta have the raise your lift your skinny fists like Antenna to Heaven as the Godspeed You Black Emperor album. I was about to say uh, that's a song.
2: I've heard about that. Yeah. Oh wait, you have actual big fists though. Come on. Yeah, I got a pretty big fist. Look at these tiny little mine's a skinny little fist. I got this. This is our personal anthems.
0: Yeah, just uh, anthems and like stuff that kinda uh, reminds you of of virtues that you try to live your life by and and just things that sort of align with who you are and how you roll and that kind of thing
2: cuz that was the awkward one it was like yeah let's do personal anthems also what's personal anthems right yeah <laughs> so. or it
0: can even be i know we have one that's going to be just kind of anthemic song and just you know it it makes you feel on top of the world and makes you feel like you can get stuff done you know
2: there's a few of those though yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah what did you bring this week? I'm going to
0: start us with a band called Tweak Bird, and the song is called Bunch o Brains. He's got a bunch of brains. So yeah, the only real lyrics in the song are, he's got a bunch of brains, he's got a bunch of brains, too bad he ain't using them. And I feel like even though the lyrics are pretty simple, it still captures both sides of the idea. You know, I'm a pretty smart dude, but I've always been a bit of an underachiever. So on the one hand, I could totally hear my parents or some other mentor saying about me, Mitchell's got a bunch of brains, it's too bad he ain't using them. <laughs> but at the same time, I think the song kind of captures the other perspective of like someone like myself who has a bunch of brains. But who might be using them in perhaps an untraditional way, you know, playing music or making art or just pursuing their own interests instead of using their potential in service of someone else's vision and goals? So you know whenever I'm like maybe I feel like I'm not living to my full potential, I can hear the song and and I can find that golden mean of of being motivated to use my brains, but also maintaining the integrity and authenticity to use my brains for something that I personally find important and meaningful and fulfilling, no matter how it looks to other people.
2: Huh, well. First of all, I'm going to talk about this song, yeah. but it's also going to be about you. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. So, yes, I'm going to say you actually use your brains quite a bit, even if people say yeah. that you don't. I mean,
0: now that I'm back in school, it's, a, yeah. it's kind of a different story, but.
2: I'm just going to say, even before you were back in school and you, were on the sh- you started on the mm-hmm. show, you, um, just the writing on the show sheet alone is pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean. Like, y'all hear my writing all the time, and Mitchell puts it so much more thought and actually, like, really helps constructing the show and... Making better solutions and theme ideas whenever I'm like, moon sleep. <laughs> um, plus, for like reels, uh, your music knowledge and capacity for describing music. Oh, that's a perfect example. I hate every l-
0: second of this. <laughs>
2: no, sorry. But I also love
0: every second. But I hate, you know, whatever. <laughs>
2: whatever. Um, but this is just me going on and on for sure. And I've always thought you were darn smart, and didn't necessarily think you were an underachiever. You also left our hometown, which. There's still a lot of folks still at home. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like you started making your name and music around here pretty like everybody's like, Oh yeah, you know Mitchell? And I'm like, Yeah i have no Mitchell. I'm no, that's no Mitchell. awesome. Thank you, Amy. So, yeah, sorry. Am I am I being awkward? No, I mean that's great. You okay. know, because
0: because it does it does point out that sort of imposter syndrome thing of <laughs> like I, I feel like I don't use it, but everybody else is like, Mitchell, you're okay, and I'm like, okay, I just have to take your word for it.
2: Wait, well, if you think about the theory of the imposter syndrome, is somebody who recognizes like they're more realist about stuff. Sure. Because people who think that they know a lot of things don't recognize Mm -hmm. that they don't know a lot of things. Right, and, you know, Socrates,
0: you know, all I know is that I know nothing.
2: Uh Ah, yeah, the more you know, the more you know that there's more to know. Correct. That's good. So... I took a long time to decide on mine. It took me forever. I've been thinking about it all week, which is more than I can say about most songs. Sure. <laughs> most things. Um, this week I brought Logic featuring Alessia Caro. Kara and Khalid, 1-800-273-8255. And
1: let me tell you why, all this other shit I'm talking about, they think they know it. I've been praying for somebody to say me, no one's heroic in my life. Don't even matter, I know it, I know it. I know I'm hurting deep down, but can't show it. I never had a place to call my own. I never had a home. Ain't nobody calling my phone. Where you been, where you at, what's on your mind? They say every life precious, but nobody care about mine. I've been on alone I've been taking my time. My life ain't mine. Who can relate? Woo! I've been on the low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. I want you to be alive. I want you to be alive. the very first breath when your head's been drowning
2: underwater and it's the lightness in the air when you're there chest to chest with the lover it's so oh I hate taking this to like real town because first of all of course my anthem would be a top 40 but this this is like my song that I really lean on when I just can't really handle things the first time I heard this song was I guess shortly after it came out and I was feeling just that low feeling that he starts talking about where it's like he doesn't really want to keep going and he just wants to die and yes it is a relatively new song but I've never really hidden my issues with depression how it just I can get really low sometimes maybe like if you only know me on social media you only know a more happy side of me but This song evolves into a much more hopeful transition where someone comes back to wanting to be alive and doesn't want to cry anymore, which is uh, very much like the move from being so low to just being okay. And um, it is just the remembering to keep going when you don't want to. And I think many of the personal anthems are about keeping going, and this one just isn't as metaphorical. So the final stanza is just not about wanting to die anymore and wanting to just not cry anymore and kinda of go forth. So when you're in that like crazy low spot where it feels like you can't go past and you're in your own feels and your perspectives all jacked, it's good to hear that that's not forever. Yeah, there yeah. is
0: hope and there is resolution. So
2: it's what I strive for whenever I'm getting low.
0: Right, yeah. I I love that this song pulls no punches. I I think that's an amazing choice because neither does depression, you know. Uh, This one definitely captures that hopeless feeling when you just can't bear another ounce of pain or heartache or helplessness. Uh, I've definitely been the person in that first verse quite a few times in my life. Uh, and it's hard to ever see a way out when you're in that position. And so, you know, I'm really thankful to pe- for, for the people that dedicate their lives to helping people out of that dark place and helping them reach that resolution and hope that we find by the end of the song. You know, from people who run the Suicide Prevention Hotline, which is what this uh, the phone number yeah. is, that's the title of the song. <laughs> which
2: is sad, because you never remember it when you're, like, probably right, yeah. needing it. So. But
0: you, it's, it's super easy to Google and... <laughs> uh yeah, like therapists, psychologists, and even just like having loving and supportive friends and family who who understand that depression is just such a dark specter. And, and they just do all that they can to be allies and advocate, advocates for the people that are struggling, you know. Um, I had never heard the song before, but I'm totally glad it exists. I can't think of a better message to broadcast to the world than hold on and reach out. You know, there's always hope, even when your brain tries to trick you otherwise. You know, your brain can be an asshole. And sometimes, oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to tell your inner demons just shut the hell up.
2: Or just keep going and wait and, it and out. Y- yeah,
0: exactly. And just keep on trucking.
2: Yep. You'd never heard this song before?
0: I'd never heard the song.
2: You don't listen to a lot of top 40 right Correct. Radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's very top 40. Earbuddy selections—if just the anthems that are about to grace your ears are absolutely amazing. Our first earbuddy is Bruce, who brought Le Cassettes' Arms of Mine. <laughs> I long every day to be locked in a neon-swathed, darkened metropolis listening to songs like this while revving up a tricked-out Lamborghini
0: Countach,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, tearing around high-speed, turns on a futuristic magnetic inverted interstate. She would light two cigarettes, pass me one, (laughs) look at me with those eyes, and we'd speed off into the moonset. Oh, how I wish for technocratic excellence as displayed in the ambience of sweet and sorrowful tunes such as this one.
0: Bruce nailed it just now, <laughs>
2: I know I was like so let's talk about writing <laughs> yeah man so good um the vocals are super deep and warm with this like amazing synthy amazingness and I was trying to figure out what band has this like kind of dark like dark deep vocal thing is it like the Smiths I don't know Smiths kind of have something like yeah. that yeah so and the cure yeah it's got that like darkness and and clarity joy division right yes <laughs> um it is his personal anthem because of the sentiment or the sound i suspect it is the sound yeah i mean he the, indicated. The, yeah the yeah. image
0: that he painted for us yes
2: um but sentimentally totally an unrequited love song which is pretty darn good sonically this is very much a perfect mood song and just perfectly constructed as a great example of a song that has an homage to a past sound and doesn't come off cheesy or like it's ripping it off the breakdown at the end is just oh, so man. weird and funky yeah that was it's, that
0: was one of my favorite parts it's, it's super strange so cool yeah this song is hella anthemic totally sounds like a night drive passing by huge neon billboards and breathing that cool crisp nighttime air and I'm especially intrigued by the way that it's like so modern and futuristic sounding, but also has that nostalgic feel to it as well. Uh, you know, the resurgence in like that 80s synthy new wave vibe is like one of my favorite aesthetics in music right now. Uh, in the 80s, we had the the technological boom with the advent of lots of great synthesizers and drum machines. And so people were like making this, this music that we saw a sort of futuristic sounding. And now in the last decade or so, we've seen this huge return to that same aesthetic and the same fixation with this futuristic sound. Uh, and since we have already have this attachment to like that 80s aesthetic and that certain mood that it brings about, it creates this really complex juxtaposition when placed in a modern context. So with this song especially, like you get the nostalgia and warm fuzzy feelings of the loving relationship. Uh, But it's also, like, refracted through that futuristic aesthetic, which adds an element of apprehension and uncertainty. Uh, But, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be blaring this one out the window over the next few days. This was very anthemic.
2: Yeah, this is like if Stranger Things kept, like, being good. I still have not
0: watched season three. I've heard good things until just now, so
2: I mean, I I haven't finished season three. That's probably what I'm gonna do later, which is why the show is coming out on Monday. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I um, I think that it's really cool as we are getting older. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think we're old, but we're sure. in our thirties, and now I guess we're. We're who's being marketed to, right? I think that we're getting like a lot of say in the amazing '80s aesthetic coming out, but somehow we're tamping down the bad parts.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably think true. So.
2: Yeah, this, no, nah, that's my maybe this is like my weird. It's thing. Amy's hot take for the yeah, day. That's my hot take. So just to be fun, I put Wayne after Bruce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wayne brought Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes juggernaut. Leave it on my own. You can. When life kicks the crap out of me, I put this on and kick back. I was kind of expecting to pop. Sure, uh, this caught me off guard. And Wayne, um, are you a smidge angry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just concerned. Uh, like, this is a super hard song about defeating the haters and getting out there. But just, just with tons of metaphor for sure kind of violent it's a little violent um i feel like i would play this for myself to amp me up for something i'm very unsure or nervous about because i'm be like you could do this you're gonna do this it's kind of what i got from it right that's how i sing yeah
0: that, that's you should be the singer for a punk band i don't know sure. why you haven't delved into this yet it's
2: like a soft hard punk <laughs>
0: So yeah, if you, if you had told me that there's like a rad hardcore band with like a so-and-so and the it's kind of band name, uh, I'm not sure I would have believed you, but this definitely slams. And a name like the Rattlesnake seems so cliche of a, of a band name, but it kind of fits these guys perfectly. It's like very high strung and lots of volatility, just like waiting to be triggered and set loose. Uh, I also love that even though it is a very seriously pissed off song, there's some subtle use of like major scale tonality that makes it less angry and aggressive and just more empowering and driven as like the main focus and like the attitude of the song doesn't really seem vengeful or like combative toward a singular target. It's more about realizing your own potential and your own worth, and just choosing to fight for what you want out of life instead of succumbing to negative people or being slowed down by your tough circumstances. Uh, I know we got a couple submissions from Henry Ro- of Henry Rollins songs this week. He's probably the most iconic proponent of this sort of self empowerment anthem. And I think this song definitely carries that torch well. You know, set your goals, stick to them with clarity and tenacity. If anyone or anything stands in your way, juggernaut through them. I love it because it doesn't have that, like, cliche macho attitude. It's just clear determination and, like, the resolve to follow your path with force and purpose. And that's a mission statement I can get behind.
2: Yeah, totally can. It'd be, uh, yeah. First of all, I'm really fascinated by Henry Rollins. Me
0: too. He's a very fascinating dude.
2: I haven't, like, listened to a lot of his music, but I've listened to a lot of him. And he seems like he's from Black... Black Black flag, yeah. Like, I learned something from Hot Ones. And, um... I'm fascinated just by Henry Rollins himself, so it's yeah. cool to hear that it's like all about Iron Dooders. Yeah, and he's he's
0: rock. like a motivational guru, uh, except in, in this very strange, buff, punk rock package.
2: <laughs> Who can't eat spicy things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary brings Fiona Apple's Daredevil. Say I'm an airplane, and the
1: gashes I got from my heartbreak. Make the slots and the flaps upon my wing, and I use them to give me lift. Hip, hip for the lift, hip, hip for the drag I want them all in my bag Oh, give me anything and I'll turn it into a gift But don't let me ruin
2: a huge fan of fiona apple and yes this is an emer- amazing personal anthem taking things to the extreme just for the feel of it and maybe needing a little bit more of a governor mary didn't give us a story for this one and i would love to hear it while this song is definitely about enjoying uh taking things to the extreme is also realizing that eh you can do it but maybe you shouldn't do it like there's some self-realization in there uh fiona apple always has such like this really neat cadence and delivery and i was i was listening to this album while walking around the park while pregnant and it totally amped me for getting through life when i was just like what am i doing (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i think this one rules as a personal anthem like it acknowledges and embraces that recklessness of the human spirit and admits that we are indeed daredevils with our emotions and our attachments, but also shows the brighter side of that. You know, uh, I think the second verse kind of sums it up especially well with the metaphor being an airplane and the gashes from heartbreak make the slots and flaps that give you lift. And it ends on that line. Oh, give me anything and I'll turn it into a gift. Just like, what a bold and empowering line that is. Just like saying, I won't turn away from struggle. I won't avoid the hardships and any failures or like hard hits that I take along the way can be used to my advantage you know I'll learn the lessons and adapt and overcome and Fiona Apple wants us to embrace being daredevils and wants us to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> because in the end, the progress that we stand to make, you know, individually and collectively, is it's, it's worth the risk and the hardship.
2: Has she ever said risk I don't think it she said risk
0: it for the biscuit, but...
2: <laughs> she should.
0: That's a little thing I stole from the McElroys at some point down the line. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to risk it for the biscuit. And it's true.
2: It is very true. Oh, biscuits.
0: I think that, that ties into our next one, right?
2: Yes, it totally does. So Jacques brought John Cale's Fear is a Man's Best Friend.
1: darkness warmer than a bedroom floor Want someone to hold me close forevermore I'm a sleeping dog, But you can't care.
2: music history but alas i heard a kale in the wind (laughs) excuse me while i reiterate my adoration of the velvet underground uh getting going even when scared is a good thing like if we're comfortable we're definitely not growing i remember just reminding myself that i was i was going to be absolutely frightened going into nursing because half the time i didn't know what i was doing or what to ask for but not being okay with that feeling means i wasn't going to move forward so That's how I like if I'm like scared, like I was first admit over the weekend. I was like, oh, God, (laughs) well, I'm going to do it. (laughs) It's going to have to do it. Right. So it's like I'm going to be uncomfortable. But being too scared means that we don't, you know, we just stand there like deer and we can't (laughs) do that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, sometime last year I posted on Facebook asking people for like the best piece of advice that they'd ever received. I think it was my buddy Ross Turner who had said he said something along the lines of if you aren't terrified, you're not growing. And I really tried to take that to heart. You know, I suppose the corollary to that idea is the old saying a ship is safest in the harbor, but that's not what ship- ships were built for. You know, personally, I'm a very risk averse person. It's hard to get me out of my comfort zone. But that advice is so true because the best things in life lie just outside of your comfort zone. You know, you got to try new things and be open minded and allow yourself to experience some discomfort and some growing pains. We can't learn about the full spectrum of human experience unless we actively seek those experiences. Uh, You'll never know what you're great at unless you try a bunch of things. And to get better at something, you have to suck for a little while. And for me, as someone who likes to perform and entertain folks, you know, the idea of failing in front of others is a mortifying thought. But, you know, just like we learned from Fiona Apple just now, we we grow so much more from failure and experience than we do from just kind of planning and intellectualizing about things. Uh, I also like the idea of using fear as like a physically driving force. There's a comic, John Mulaney. <laughs> yeah. uh, he talks about learning to utilize his own fear and, and anxiety. He likes to call it free cocaine. Yep. And I've always tried to hang on to that idea as well. Like there's this fine line between anxiety and excitement and you can channel that nervous energy into like focused, productive energy. And in that way, fear is absolutely our best friend.
2: Yep i agree with that i just i'm i keep thinking like if i'd been if i would kept being absolutely terrified to walk into a patient room right yeah it's like be missing out on so much stuff that i absolutely dig now i absolutely love it but that's just me um <laughs> joshua t brings the flaming lips feeling yourself disintegrate La.
1: just 来
2: the soft bulletin is an underappreciated album in comparison with with yoshimi Mm -hmm. and that is my second hot take i'll take it it's a a decent one yeah uh the line of life without death is just impossible and really resonates like when folks only want sunny days without rain or as (laughs) as mitchell and i are like what if we only wanted rainy days without the sunny days right which we we really should have more rainy days i'm just saying Mm -hmm. um I guess another theme of being uncomfortable to enjoy the comfortable things. For me, uh, I guess I interpret the feeling uh, yourself in line is to kind of like mesh into the experience of life, but definitely chill. This is a chill anthem, and it's just fantastic life advice.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one's a bit slower and more solemn than the others on the list, but I think it brings an important perspective to the discussion. Uh, Love is too valuable for us to go a moment without it. Life without death is impossible. It can be morbid to dwell on sometimes, but you know, we start dying the moment we're born and, It's the finitude of life that makes our experiences that much more meaningful. And the fact that someday we'll all be gone makes it so much more important that we value the time that we have and make the most of it by being the best version of ourselves that we can be and spread as much love and well-being as we can while we have the chance. And, you know, just make the journey as fulfilling and rewarding for one another as we can. That's what it's all about.
2: Just, like, be part of the experience. Was it? Like, um, what is – there's something that – dakota's got like this weird methodist um methodist hospital gave him something yeah and it said um be here now yeah Yeah. i
0: like that be here now be
2: here now it's weird that it's branded as a hospital but be here now um aaron brought men without hats safety dance
1: we can go if we want to Night is young and so am I And we can dress real neat From our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a the victory cry Say we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude And totally removed And I can act like an imbecile See, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from all to ball. We can dance we can dance. Everybody, look at your hands. We can dance. We can dance. Everybody's taking the chance. save the dance. Oh, let's save the dance. Yes, save the dance.
2: He says, I love this song so much. I've always kind of been the butt of my friends and family's jokes really my whole life. I don't mind it at all. This song and video knows that it's ridiculous, but it's just about having a good time by being who you are. And I love that. I'm going to, at this point, admit that I did not watch the video. Okay. And this is the first time I've ever heard the song.
0: Wait, 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 yes. wait. This is the first time you've ever heard this song? This is
2: the first time I've ever heard. This. Sure, like
0: you've heard the chorus at some point. No. You have to realize how ridiculous that is. This is one of the most, like, popular I songs. I thought
2: I'd heard it because I knew the song. Like, I knew the band name and I knew the song title. You'd never but heard. Just, you can
0: dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind.
2: I hadn't.
0: Amy Shepard.
2: It is an absolutely perfect personal anthem.
0: It is. I mean, that part is true. How did you... How did you make it into your thirties?
2: I don't know.
0: Without having heard safety dance?
2: I don't know. Holy crap! <laughs> so, All right, talking about ridiculousness—ridiculousness, ridiculousness, I guess. It's—it's um, it's, you know a personal anthem of living freely and with abandon, and I totally agree with this because yeah, it's about just going for it. I also didn't know this was supposed to be a goofy song because I didn't watch the video.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think the video definitely adds. There's um. People in, like, jester costumes and and little people running around, and they're, like, dancing around a maypole, and they do this really silly-looking dance, but, you know, whatever. I didn't see it. Yeah, you're going to have to go back. We're going to watch this after we get done recording. You're going to have to watch that video. Sorry. Yeah, I would have never thought of this song as being a personal anthem, and it's probably because I'm so, like, desensitized to it just being this silly, goofy song and video but it's genuinely an amazing message and a perfect personal anthem. Uh the del- delivery is a little silly and whimsical, but ultimately at the heart of the song, it's telling us the same thing that Frank Carter and the Rattlesnake Song did, you know. Do you be you and if others aren't in alignment with your path, leave them behind. You know, we only get one shot at life and you got to be true to yourself, but also in the spirit of this song, sometimes you just got to let loose and have fun and allow yourself some joy so that you can remember what the hard times are really in service of in the end, you know, having a good time and and you have to you have to get some joy out of this life.
2: Yeah. And it's there if you go for it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I've never heard this song. Oh, my ago.
0: goodness. I can't believe either. When did
2: it come out?
0: In the late 80s.
2: See, I have no excuse. Was yeah, it popular I mean, like, it's, in the it, 90s? It, yes.
0: <laughs> it's one of the most overplayed songs in the world and, like, most lampooned, like, tropes of pop culture. I, it blows my mind that you've never heard that.
2: I mean... <laughs> And my dad was listening to the oldies then, so I mean, maybe that's how I avoided it. I don't and know And then, like, you f- some whenever I got my radio, it was no longer on the regular radio.
0: I think I'm just living in some <laughs> weird, strange alternate. You- how how <laughs> anyone could not. Okay, I'm sorry. We got. I got to. I'll berate you off, <laughs> off the air.
2: If you want to tweet at me about how I Please don't know do it,
0: just like inundate her with tweets.
2: <laughs> I'm at Madam Mullite.
0: I'm at Pow I Gotcha.
2: <laughs> and the show is at Andy Pod on Twitter. The Facebook is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group. And the voicemail line is
0: 731-400-BUDS.
2: Or 731-400-2837- You can email the show, andypod at gmail.com. I feel like there's going to be a lot of emails. Man, I just. (laughs) So. Wow. I'm sorry. Um, andypod.com, part of the 10710 network. You can find all our stuff on the interwebs there. (laughs) What's our final song?
0: Wowzers. All right. I'm going to leave us with uh, the Arcade Fire and their song Sprawl 2, Mountains Beyond Mountains. Uh, for me, this song embodies the feeling of like being alienated by modern society, but finding some undercurrent of people that see things the same way that you do. I especially resonate with the first verse. It has lines, They heard me singing and they told me to stop, Quit those pretentious things and just punch the clock. These days my life I feel it has no purpose, But late at night these feelings swim to the surface. Cause on the suburbs the city lights shine, They're calling at me, come and find your kind. It's just like all all that it's all about that like invigorating feeling of finding your kind and experiencing that connection with others who also long for something more out of life than just working a job that you hate just to own a house that you end up treating like a fish tank where you just circle around your walls and you never truly experience life beyond this singular achievement that you were told was so paramount. So hopefully you'll be as inspired as I am to get out there and follow your heart, find your kind after hearing sprawl 2 by the arcade fire. Enjoy it. <music> make it into your 30s
2: i don't know
0: without having heard safety dance
2: i don't know